episode number 235, Retro Camaro Rendering Abominations. Live from the Motor City, Detroit, Michigan, it's the Camaro C28.com podcast with your host Chris Frezza and Jason Debler. Strap in, it's the Camaro C28.com podcast on the air. And welcome back, everyone, for another great episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. What's up, dude? Oh, just hanging out, doing the scene. You know how it goes. Oh, you know. You know, enjoying you know. The, enjoying the fall weather. It's not feeling very fallish, though. No. Not yet. I'm watching, I'm watching the leaves on my trees go from green to brown from the time they leave the tree to the time they hit the ground. It's like, hey, everything's great. I'm dead. Yeah. There's no in between. There's no fall. Nothing's falling. All the, the leaves are still green here. Nothing's oh, no, falling. But- yeah, but everything dies real fast. Like, there's no fall colors. It's going to be green and then just nothing. Then death. Instant death. Instant death. We're all going to die. <laughs> Ozone layer. and ah! <laughs> Well, uh, what a great way to start a, start a show. Well, I know what else can die. <laughs> <laughs> These freaking abominations that we're going to talk about. You know, I guess I'm going to be blunt. I'm really tired of people trying to bring back old stuff. I agree. I, I'm just I tired of it and totally now. agree. I mean, I, okay, you know what? If it's food or snacks from our youth, they bring it back in limited supply, great. But but to try to resurrect something as a continuation of something that's long dead, it doesn't it doesn't work. Somebody, the talent involved is is good, but somebody tried to re-render the third gen Camaro into something on the modern side and. Yeah, no, not, uh, no. I don't think anybody's feeling it except no. the dude. The dude, the dude's good. The dude that made it's good, no question. But oh God! Coming at not... us this week from Muscle yeah. Cars and Trucks. My God, it's a third gen uh-huh. Camaro which got a modern rendering. So they wrote an article about a video and 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 this YouTube video the the guy is obviously talented right that's what i'm saying yeah he's talented for and, sure and and i think this is what he does it's it's his whole shtick on youtube uh what's his name design guy or something like that uh let's see his youtube channel we got to give him a shout out cuz he yeah. is talented i yeah. just don't agree with where he's placing his talents but that's just my opinion the sketch monkey the sketch monkey 181,000 subscribers yeah. on youtube you know what i'm going to subscribe there we go i want to see his other stuff too yeah so what does he do? He sits down. He, he kind of has a, uh, it's kind of like you can see a screen and he takes a picture and then he tries to give it a, like a, a modern look to it. So he started with, yep. well, I think he said an 82 Camaro. I think that's uh, Yes. 82 Camaro. That is correct. Yeah. And he went ahead and he tried to give it a modern rendering. Well, uh-huh. That's where I think things went very, very wrong. Um, <laughs> but he does this with a lot. He, he's done this. How many? Uh, how many uploads does he have? He's got a lot of he's subscribers. Lot. And he, he's good, but oh, and he's got a lot of videos where he's done this. Someone said. Nice. So here, here's some of the comments I'm, I'm going to read. They're not too bad on our page. Uh, LT2 plus TR666. I drive it. That's Jake Rob, the son of a bitch. <laughs> 
Craig Dope says third gen was never nice. <laughs> I disagree. Uh, Ryan says, I like it. Charlie says, looks like shit. Nick says, terrible. David says, not. Let's see where else. I, I, I know where else to go here. Hold on. Are we still saying not? Not, 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 not. Um, maybe. Now we're anthrax. And, and oh, we wait. take no. <laughs> and we don't care for writing hits. God, that was, I love that song. Oh my God. I'm the man that I, I bought that EP way back when. Way back. Oh my God. Camaro news where I shared it. 177 comments, 129 shares. Good grief, man. Let's, let's read some of these comments. There's, a lot of them. <laughs> um, I would own it. It kind of has a challenger look to the front end, someone says. Okay, great. Uh, maybe as a resto mod? What? what, what resto? Okay. Uh, I actually tried this when I had one. Everyone was saying no and vomit memes. Go buy another one instead of building it. You should be ashamed to call yourself a hobbyist. Wow. Okay. Mm, wow. wow. Oh, I should? Front end looks like a Monte Carlo. No, I mean... Come on, it's a poorly photoshopped it... IROC. Don't insult our intelligence. Well, it's it's not. It's just a design exploration. I mean, if you look at his other videos, he's actually did... Uh, I was looking it up while you were talking. 2019 Camaro SS redesign. Remember when everybody went absolutely mm-hmm. bonkers oh, and yeah. said they ruined the Camaro? Well, he did a video... Um, 10 minutes long where he redesigned it and it looks really good. This guy is good at what he does. And yeah. you know what? Just like any artist type thing, sometimes things are good, sometimes things are bad. It's all beauties in the eye of the beholder. I'm not a fan of what he did, but I like that he's trying, but I still think that we should <laughs> get away from retro. Get away from it. Looks like someone Sorry. took the car hostage and taped its mouth shut. <laughs> I gotta look back at it. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of right. Lots of vomiting pictures here. This guy's really good because he does this. He he does these redesigns while he narrates what he does and he records it. I don't think very many people can do that. Not this way. So like it or not, the guy's got good talent. A lot of people are calling this trash. Pure trash. You know what? Then design something better. I'm not a fan of what he did, but I don't think it's... His artistic skills are terrible. Yeah. Everybody is an armchair critic. Go ahead and make something better and see how you can how you can do that. You know what? Here, I think half of these people think that GM made this. And this is going to be the seventh gen. Oh <laughs> God! You know what? We should just create an article. Say, here's the seventh gen Camaro, and then everybody, I'm never buying GM again. They killed the Camaro. Oh my God! I know. We're I saw someone post. Anyway. Oh yeah, here Mustang sales just gained a few more ticks because somebody made a picture. <laughs> You know what? I'm really annoyed with everything right now. <laughs> I am. I, uh... Someone crack made this. <laughs> like I said, do better then. Yeah. Looks like I a... mean, it's not like he planned it out. He actually does this on the fly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like what he did, but I like his talent. I definitely don't like what he did. But I can, <laughs> I can appreciate his talent. And I bet you, if the dude's you, if you, obviously you, talented. Yeah. 
I'll bet you if we reached out to him and said, you know, we've been talking about this on our show. How's about you take something out there and redesign the next Camaro and let's let's see what you think it looks like. The next Camaro. Take the sixth gen and then use that as a basis to design the seventh gen, which he kind of did on the 2019 Camaro SS redesign. Looks pretty good. Yeah. He's good. The cool. dude's good. Cool. I know how hard it is to do that sort of thing because I can't do it. <laughs> All right. Last uh, we got to move on. Last week we talked about the Hertz rental car. Yeah, badass. They're doing a ZL one seven hundred and fifty horsepower ZL one with Hendrick Motorsports. Oh my gosh! And you could win one. And you can oh, win one. I, I entered. Did you? Entered. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, absolutely. they're gonna do like the you know they're gonna. I think that I don't know if it's three or five keys. You know they're gonna announce the the finalists. Yeah. They're gonna fly them to Charlotte or whatever, and you know each one gets to try and start the car or something like that. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, that that sounds cool, and, and the car looks badass. Uh, the the color scheme, you know, Hertz colors, the yellow and black, black and yellow, black yeah. and yellow. Isn't Heck that a yeah. rap song? I don't know, but <laughs> hey, so. hey, um, uh, our our show is so far reaching that Hertz actually heard our show, yeah, and reached out to us, and and they said we would like to provide some pricing that you can present to your listeners. So. Right, because weren't people saying it's going to be like fifteen hundred dollars a I day? Know, I know. So uh, uh, here's the deal. Here's the real deal. Yeah, it's not going to cost fifteen. Well, how much is it going to cost to rent rent these things for the for well the Camaro SS? We'll start yeah. with that one. Yeah, Camaro SS to rent per day starts ninety nine bucks. Ninety nine bucks. Come on, come on. That's that's pretty good. You yeah. want to rent a very rare Camaro SS? A Hyundai. It'll cost yeah, you hundred. hundred bucks a day. It's not bad. Not including taxes, tied, taxes and yeah, fees. Yeah, I'm sure there's fees you know, and, really, you know, if insurance and if you want to offer the XM. And, you know, probably they, they, they tack on probably a lot of fees. But um, mm-hmm. no, no. I recommend no. you get the insurance. The walkaway insurance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we saw a lot of comments about that. Uh-huh. Uh, right. So then the ZL1. The ZL1. 750 horsepower. ZL1. Two hundred and ninety nine dollars a day. Two hundred and ninety nine a day. Not fifteen hundred. Not two thousand. Two ninety nine a day for a seven hundred and fifty horsepower car. That you're probably gonna burn the tires off and and you know because you know the ZL one's yeah. got those line locks. You know, so. I, was, I was just to say two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars doesn't even yeah. cover the cost of yeah. the rear tires alone. Hertz, I, I know you're listening. Are you guys gonna be disabling the line lock yeah. on the ZL one? That just seems like a very bad idea. Oh. It just does. But I'm sure they have a business plan that covers, you know, certain things, and I'm sure they won't rent to anybody who's standing there at the counter going <laughs> snickering while they sign the papers on it. Or has a whole lot of camera equipment. <laughs> right, right. Either that or they or, or Johnny Knoxville stumbles up there and with Steve O and you know, uh, all the other rest of the guys, and they're like, "Yeah, we don't want the insurance." Who was it who used to bring them to the um the drag strip, and would put nitrous in a bag on them, and then take that off? Was, the- that was Mike Wood, founder of Nitrous Express. <laughs> you just pick up a car from uh, the rental car agent. I don't think it was Hertz. Sorry, Hertz. I don't think it was you guys. Well, but this was this was back in the nineties. This was back in the nineties. It was mid to late. It was mid late nineties yeah. um, when Nitrous Express was in its infancy, and sure enough, when he he would fly to a drag to an area that had a drag strip with a, like a like a sneaky Pete type of well, that was an NOS brand name, but like a little 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 baby Nitrous kit, he'd rent a car 
put nitrous on it and go to the track and you know, in like a, a Honda Civic or something, and like blow away Camaros and Corvettes, uh-huh. and then take, it take off the kid me. off and get back on the plane because this is before nine eleven, so you could take that sort of thing on a plane. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and you know, Nitrous Express they did they did a lot of good stuff. My my Nitrous kit was Nitrous Express. Are they still around? What's that? Are they still around? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yep. They had those energy drinks. Uh, yes. Remember, I had a couple cases oh, of them. Oh yes. Somebody won a pallet of them on our on our site. Yeah, a pallet. <laughs> uh, we gave away a, a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, we did. We did. We tried to once in a while, but uh, again, got to move on. We got a lot of stuff to cover in this week's episode. Uh, according to Haggerty, I talk about Haggerty a lot. I'm subscribed to their newsletter. I recommend you do as well. And they don't pay me to say that. They just write good articles. Six Camaros to buy, sell. Or hold, and they do this often. You've heard the term a lot. This came out September nineteenth, um, and I'll just run down this on the briefer side. Um, you know, with over five decades of Camaro production, Chevy's pony cars are amongst the most popular collector of vehicles on the market. Buy twenty ten to twenty fifteen Chevrolet Camaro. Fits Talks in. about the ZL one. Buy eighty two to ninety two Chevrolet Camaro Z twenty eight, unless it looks like something else. Eighty-two. Remember that year, eighty-two, because I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. Eighty-two. Okay. All right. Uh, sell sixty-seven to sixty-nine Chevrolet Camaro Z28. Wow. Yeah, values have been uh, first-gen Z28s have been slipping for a while. Wow. Most, n- especially the more numerous 1969 models. Sell seventy to eighty-one Camaro Z28. Second wow. gens were on a surge for a while, and then now they're, they're, they're on their way they're, out now, to, huh? According to Haggerty, they're slipping. Hold, 1967-269 Camaro. So first chance. Okay. And also hold. Hold on. Wait, wait a minute. One contradicts the other. Let me go back up. Oh, okay. So earlier, it was the buy the 1982-1992 Z28. Right. But then later on down the line, it is hold the 82-92 Camaro non-Z28. And the picture they used is, guess what? A Berlinetta. A, a Berlinetta. Yeah. That's my good friend Rob, growing up, had an 86 Camaro Berlinetta V6. Yep, yep. V6 with a cool digital dash and the it was like that was upscale. it the, uh, was the 2.8 liter? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what I learned t- to drive a stick on was a, a 84 Camaro, with, just base Camaro with a five speed, and I thought it was the fastest thing I've ever driven in my life. Did my stepdad's car did awesome burnouts, um, and I was actually scared to do burnouts. And then also, uh, let's see here, an article we were talking about a while back from Motor Junkie, 25 cars. Peop- did we do this last year? We did this last year, didn't we? What's 25 that? cars? Yeah, we did this last year. Last year, last week. Listen to last week's episode for 25 cars you shouldn't buy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had the Aztec right. in there and stuff. Yep. So <clears throat> remember when I said, remember the year 1982? Yep. 1982 was the Z28 that the Haggerty said you should buy. Yep. 1982 was also the year that the dude uh, photoshopped, did the, did the rendering. Yep. So there's something special about 1982, and I don't know where my brain was going on this, but I was driving along and I was thinking about 57 Chevys. Like, okay. you know, you see 57 Chevys and you think, oh, you know, the old jalopies and... You know, cruising, and I because I think I saw like a Tri Five Chevy, and I was like a '57 Chevy. I've seen a '57 Chevy, but I remember I remember seeing '57 Chevys driving around, kind of on the semi-normal scale when I was a little kid. Like they were normal. Yeah. '57 freaking Chevys, 
and then I got started. I started doing math in my head, and in 1982, the 57 Chevy was only 25 years old, which is really weird to me. And then I got thinking about it even further. Chris, you remember when the 1993 Camaro and Firebird, the 1993 F bodies came out? Of course. The time between the fourth gen Camaros came out and the Camaro came out in 1967 is the exact same amount of time that that 1993 F body came out and now. So the 1993 Camaro is the halfway point between now and when the Camaro debuted. That's really weird to think I mean, about. I mean, last you know, 2017, I, my, my convertible is a 50th anniversary. Right. But, like, you stop and think about, well, so then when the 93 Camaro came out, the 57 Chevy, that was still kind of relevant yeah. in some circles. Dude, we're just old. I mean, I'm listening to uh, Oldie Station now, and the Oldie Station is 80s. 80s Def is, is Def Leppard and Journey. Ten, ten Journey O'Sticks Wagon. <laughs> And I'm like, this is not oldies. The oldies when I was growing ago. up was Elvis and Dion and and you know the the, the MC5 Shaboom, and, and 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 uh, yeah and the and Stevie Wonder and all that and Motown and stuff like that. Now it's the music we grew up with. That's why we're old. <laughs> we're gonna die. We're gonna. Die. Oh, anyway, ten, well, ten years ago, I was listening to classic rock when I was working in Okemos. Um, when I was uh, roommate uh, renting a room from Jake Robin, working in Okemos on a contract job and. Oldies were playing Def Leppard. Yeah. Def Leppard sucks. <laughs> so I, I just thought it was really weird to think that the 93 Camaro that really set things off for a lot of people, that was that's the halfway point between the when the Camaro was born. Ugh. The years, they just keep flying by. Give me my wheelchair. Just give me my wheelchair and call it. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, we have some other stuff to talk about. We may have to bump it to next week because what we do have is a couple of voicemails yeah. we definitely need to get to. Woo! We've got some voicemails. So let I'd me love to hear it. Let's kick off the first one here. Hey Chris, hey Jason, it's Josh from Louisville. Just calling in to talk about, I guess, the automotive myths or stories. Um, so the one that always gets me is when people claim that back in the seventies somebody invented the carburetor that would allow your car to get two hundred miles per gallon. But that person was killed, and the patents were bought and stored away to be forever lost. Look forward to listening to the show. Thanks. <laughs> Josh from Louisville. Oh, so just saw him at, at the the Camaro Fest this year. So, huh? Thanks mm-hmm. for calling in, Josh. Um, I don't remember. I don't mm-hmm. remember that myth. Do you? Oh yes, I do. You do? I, yes, I do. Because I, I I seem to remember, and maybe I'm getting two things mixed up with each other that are similar. But like the back of Popular Mechanics, when uh, magazines had like you know 20 pages of ads in the back, and one is you know 200 mile per hour carburetor banned by government, free plans, send 595 plus self addressed stamped envelope to this that and the other thing, something Walla Walla Washington. Uh, um, it's kind of funny that you say that because what spawned that idea was was another Haggerty article, and when I suggested that people call in and talk about that, that's exactly what Haggerty did on their website. Since then, they've actually compiled seven of the worst automotive myths, which we're going to get to later on in this episode. Cool. Guess what number one is? That one? Two, 200 mile per hour carburetor. Or wow. Mile per hour. Mile per gallon carburetor. Wow, Josh. So we'll get to that in a little bit. Wow. 
Nice. Cool. Nice cool. call. Nice play. Thanks for calling in, Josh. If you want to continue getting those in or anything else in, here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. All right. We got another voicemail here. Let's get to it. Let's do it. It's Postal Day. Hey, guys. Uh, it's Postal Day. I know you haven't heard from me in a while. Had a slight heart attack on Friday 13th for a full moon. Went to the emergency room and then transferred down to the VA. Um, getting, going to see a cardiologist. My dad broke his hip about a week or two ago. He's 86. So if you guys and your listeners could give me some prayers for healing and no anxieties, that would be nice. And uh, all I got to say is if the new Corvette is only 60000 maybe 62 I would definitely buy that than buying a fully loaded DL1 because you can get a Corvette. So, I mean, I love the Camaro, but a Corvette for 60000 is pretty good. All right, you guys have a great weekend, and a happy Veterans Day to all the veterans out there. Love your show. Postal Dave signing off. Postal Dave, I hope you're feeling better, buddy. He didn't sound too good. He definitely didn't sound like the normal Postal Dave. Postal Dave. Uh, What's that? Yeah, PD, you sound like shit, man. Feel Start feeling better. <laughs> oh, man. Seriously. Thoughts thoughts from with you there, uh, Postal Dave. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and for your dad. And, to hear you. and for your dad, too. Yeah, it just breaks my heart to not hear you be your normal self. So get back to there right away, and uh, we're thinking of you, buddy. And and gosh, yeah. man, yeah. Ooh, you yeah. got the one-two punch, but you'll be all right. You'll bounce back. You've I done think, it before, right? I think he must be on some medication or some some drugs or something because uh, uh, veteran, vet, Veterans Day is until November. <laughs> November nineteenth. <19th. laughs> a ways away, but that's okay. That's okay. It's always good to. Oh, I'm sorry, eleven. I got my I got my week's eleventh. Yeah. It's always good to think of our veterans, though. That's right. We don't need a special day for that. But PD man, start feeling better, and best wishes for both you and, of course, your pop. Yeah. So. All right. What else wow. we got? What else we got on the docket here to this uh, this week? Well, let's get into those automotive. Myths. Yeah. Let's. So. Yeah, I, I like this, and um, there's just so many automotive myths that are stupid and annoy me. <laughs> Especially you hear people running their mouths that think they're they know it all at a car show, and they're yeah, my buddy had a this and that and the other thing, and he. You know, I'll start, I'll start with mine. I'll start with mine because I've heard this a few times, and it probably based, was based on some sort of fact, and if you have children, you might want to kind of move them into the other room because there's some suggestive things I'm going to say. I'll say that right now. Um, there was always a rumor that there was a girl that cruised Gratiot or Telegraph <laughs> or whatever in a pink Corvette that had a bumper sticker that said, if you can beat me, you can eat me. And nobody ever got to beat her because her car was so fast. I've heard that story eight ways from Sunday, and it was on Telegraph, or it was on Woodward, or it was on Gratiot. Yeah, it was always Gratiot. And you'd you always talk too? to someone, oh, yeah, huh? Have you heard that, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I talked I to many people. we've ever talked about this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. There was always someone who's like, oh, yeah, I saw her out, and no one can beat her. Really? <laughs> Because I know a guy named Mike Moran, <laughs> okay, that back in the day, he had a Pinto. 
that, yeah, it was a Pinto. It was really, really fast, and nobody could beat him. In fact, he owns Moran Motorsports. He built Quad Turbos Camaro. He had he once he once had the fastest street legal car in the country yeah. at six seconds. I don't think that she could beat him. And he cruised grash it. That I know for a fact. So where's this girl? I want to meet her. And I want to beat her. That was 25 years ago. <laughs> I didn't say I wanted to eat her. So that what what myth do you do you that, that comes to you that just makes you sick when you ever hear it? Uh, let me think. Let me think. Is there a well, myth? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. While you're thinking about it, maybe what I'll say is I'll jog your memory because Haggerty uh, gave the uh, seven worst automotive automotive myths myths according to you. Sure enough, first one: high mile per gallon or carb. High mile per gallon carburetor, and I'll read this. The supposed efficiency miracle can be traced to Canada in the late 1920s. An inventor named Charles Nelson Pogue submitted patents regarding a carburetor that vaporized fuel before introducing it to the engine's intake. Um, critics and contemporary engineers evaluated, evaluated the design, which in the end constituted of no new technology beyond the standard carburetor since the science of time. Somehow the hype and the miracle invention eventually dried up, but the story lingles in the, lingers in the air. The name sometimes changed. The twist of the story sometimes sound exaggerated, but we can assure you that if a 200-mile-per-gallon carburetor were possible, it would already be out there. It's literally vaporware. <laughs> and that's a fact. If, if that thing exist, existed, the first thing somebody would... There would be a penis-measuring competition between all the automatic automakers trying to buy it. And they would say, you know what? Guess what? Ford, you got like a 20 mile per gallon. Guess what? We do 200. Okay. <laughs> Which car are you going to buy? All right. So, why would they kill the guy that invented it? All the gas, the gas companies. Other myths all Model T's were black. They were not. The explosive Pinto that Mike Moran from Moran Motorsports, um, not all of them blew up. Um, you know, no Pintos have been documented of just blowing up. Well, I heard that. Uh, in, I always heard that if you hit them in the rear, they blew up. Let's see here. So, uh, allowed the gas tank to be pushed forward, which would cause the gas tank to rupture, potentially causing the car to catch fire. The design was, in fact, found to be faulty during testing. A rear-end collision at moderate speed would force the tank forward into the rear axle, which could mean, but not necessarily guarantee, a puncture in the gas tank. Soon the urban legend that cars just straight up exploded was born. <laughs> well, no Pintos have been documented of blowing up this way. The risk of fire in a collision is present when considering many vehicle designs, including the Volkswagen Beetle, where the fuel tank is up front. Yet the Pinto is the butt of this explosive myth. Yeah, yeah. Another myth, 1980s GM diesels were converted gas engines. I've heard that before. Diesels. Lucas Electronics being unreliable. Lucas Electrics, Lucas Electrics. It might be before our time. Um, tinfoil in the hubcaps. I've not heard this one. Uh, apparently the tinfoil hat club thinks that tinfoil in hubcaps, which was the last time you saw a hubcap yeah, on a car, exactly. can effectively trip up law enforcement speed sensors. And even the art, our editor said, I actually hadn't heard this one prior to reading these responses, but the fact that anyone believed this myth enough to spread it is enough to make me laugh. <laughs> it must have stemmed from the early days of radar speed detection and enforcement because even a basic understanding of how radar speed detectors work says that a massive foil stashed in your car's wheels is going to do nothing in regard to blocking or jamming the radar signals telling the officer how fast your cars are going. Corvairs are prone to rolling over. 
that was just that was just a that was just a mess. Corvair unsafe at any speed. Everybody's gonna die. Um, Ralph Nader and well, what else do I have to say? So these are neat myths, but I get tired of hearing about them. <laughs> Some of these I'm hearing for the first time. Yeah. But everybody's heard about the girl in the pink Corvette, though. I can just about guarantee you that. Oh, uh, yeah. I wonder if she, like, like, like the girl, maybe the car changes from town to town. You know, maybe she drives mm-hmm. a, a Mustang in one town. Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, yeah. maybe it's a dude. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what? I've never actually done a Google search for that quote that was on the uh, bumper sticker. Yeah. It's like an urban, urban myth. Let's see here. Oh, hold on a second. Yeah. There might be some truth to this. There's a picture of a girl driving, not a pink one, but it's a, looks like a, what's that, what's that gold, 1998 Camaro, gold color, golden, whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, Corvette, like a 75, 76 T-tops. It looks like it's from a movie. So it might be like that, uh, yeah, there, which, okay, here we go, answers.yahoo.com. I can't find it. Shirley Muldowney. Nobody's got a, oh, Hard Bodies, 1984 movie. Hmm. It's from what they're so it's saying. A, it's a movie from the 80s. I guess so. So it's more logical that it's a movie character, not a rea- reality. John uh, Hard Bodies probably watching. Uh, uh, still, I can't find a definitive answer. But this there's enough results to know that this is a common uh, urban myth from the Detroit area. Uh, this is on <laughs> Bangshift.com. 69 Chevelle. Let's see here. I saw it on Telegraph Road. <laughs> the way I heard it, it was something Shirley Muldowney used to say. I would be very surprised if Shirley Muldowney would say anything like that because yeah. Shirley Muldowney was very focused on just winning, period. Right. She wouldn't even think about somebody beating her. Right. Oh, and somebody says it was a station wagon. Hmm. So anyway, okay, okay. We got to move on. We got to move yeah. on. We got to move on. Um. What else? We how much time we got left? Well, we're over time right now, but if we got if we can squeeze Already? if we can squeeze something in, we can. Uh... Um, I got a couple more things. Um, released a couple more videos on my YouTube channel. Um, I've been advocating Armor Shield ceramic coating for gosh, well over a year now. Still love this stuff. It's still holding up. I actually uh, tossed off some old Zano because it's been so long since I've used it, and according to the Zano website, it it expired. I couldn't. It separated and I couldn't get it back together again. And I remember Sal saying, if you can't get it, if you can't get it to mix back together, you might as well just toss the fucking thing. <laughs> so I just, I just haven't had a need to use it. Um, but everybody's saying, well, not everybody, but a lot of people are saying it's the same stuff that you can get on AliExpress for two ninety nine, shipped from China, just rebranded. Well, I'm gonna, I'm putting that to the test. And so I uh, bought a bunch and I compared it, and so far already. Definitely not the same stuff, but it's out there on my YouTube channel. I also released a video from Diode Dynamics. They sent me a pair of LED headlights that they pretty much said, if you like what you've tested so far, test these. And, dude, a made-in-the-USA LED headlight is unheard of, but they make them right here in Missouri. Huh. That's weird. Interesting. Good stuff. Good stuff. And I, I'm blown away by the by the power of them. So I really enjoy doing YouTube channel YouTube videos on my channel about product reviews and stuff like that. So check them out. Just head over to uh, injasonsgarage.com. 
and uh, see the latest and greatest. Oh, also, by the way, that Armor Shield video I did, I'm giving one away. And apparently Brent Franker thinks he's going to win it because he's got like 60 entries into it. Oh, I think really? he's blowing everybody away. Yes. <laughs> Dang. So, but uh, you can enter to win yours as well. Um, it's a free Armor Shield ceramic coating kit because I want somebody to try it out and prove me wrong. Yeah. Prove me. Prove to me that it's not the best out there for the money. Okay. Uh, and I still can't drive my car because everything's still on strike and I can't get the fuel pump. <laughs> well, it looks like there's they're they're uh, they're close yeah, to an agreement. I, they're close to an what, agreement. What, That's the last I heard. What's the, what's the news? You know, I mean. That they're close to an agreement. That's that's all I need. All right, well, good, because I want, I want to drive my car again before it gets too cold. Yeah. Right, we are good to go on this one. We got other things to, you know what, more more myths about the, if you can beat me, you can, yeah. All right. Okay. It's all, it's all over the internet, but no reality. Guys, we thank you all for listening, tuning in to once again this episode. If you like this show, please share it out to somebody you know. You're, everybody's on social media these days. Mm-hmm. Share the show out. Tell them what you think of it. and Have them tune yeah. in. We want to get more listeners. We want to hear more voicemails and phone calls and opinions on what we've been talking about. That's right. And if you're going to be at the SEMA show this year, make sure you yeah. come to our meet and greet on Wednesday, November 6th. And I created an event for it on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Camaro Talk Show. Just click on the event link. And uh, you can add yourself to it. It's going to be at the level up. It's kind of like a barcade-ish type bar. It's a wide open bar, lots of room, easy to walk around in, and uh, just come as you are. Bring whoever you want. Chill out. It's going to be a good time. Yep, it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. SEMA is going to. I missed last year. I'm due. We're going to tear it up. We're going to get some hookers and fire trucks (laughs) and some blow. And oh wait. Eh, maybe some other time. (laughs) But we'll talk some car stuff. It'll be good. We'll see you guys next week. See See ya. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya.